What's up, everybody? Welcome Hi. to the Triangle. My name is Demetrius. I'm CJ. I'm Brandy. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew it was a bad idea to let her go last. I already knew that was gonna happen. Oh my you god. Do <laughs> <laughs> you worry about your own self? Anyway, welcome to our podcast. I hope you guys are ready for some good times. Um, we're gonna start off. Yes, we're gonna start off with a little bit of a short intro from everybody. So, D, if you want to just take it away, real quick. So, like I was saying, my name is Demetrius Kenny. Uh, once again, welcome to the Triangle. And uh, yeah, I'm Demetrius Kenny. Any <laughs> <laughs> questions? I mean, you want to tell us like what you're into right now, what you're doing, where you live? I mean, right don't give your address. I live in Las, the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada, um, by way of Okinawa, just like all three of us are. Uh, yep. Was actually born here in Las Vegas. Uh, unfortunately, I have to call this place home now again. Uh, all my family is <laughs> from here, but yeah, I'm just doing a thing, living a hospitality life. I do work at a uh, major uh, hotel on the Las Vegas Strip, and I've been doing that for about 10 years now. Do I want to be doing it? Yeah, I'm happy where I am, but I think we should probably wing this podcast thing and see where it goes. It's the milk strike. I know. Has it been 10 years, it's really? It's been 10 years. Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the same shit for I 10 mean, years. I mean, it's not pathetic. I just, I just remember you, like, leaving, and then I was like, he'd been in Vegas for 10 years. Like, Definitely a decade. That. Man, that's crazy. I'm happy, though. I'm happy. That's crazy. All right. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're happy. Well, all right. So I'm CJ, CJ Spotsville. I'm also from Okinawa originally. Um, I quit my nine to five jobs. Um, I was in retail for like 17 years and I could not do it anymore because it's soul sucking. basically. Um, So now I am a serial entrepreneur, sort of speak. I am trying to run a fashion business a baking business and podcast flipping uh vintage purses and clothing also i know i know right it's a lot i mean you know you gotta do what you gotta do i'm I'm trying to see what my niche is but it's it's a it's a process it's been about a year and a half and it's it's very slow still but i know i'm building on it so it's cool it's cool um other than that I'm really excited about this podcast because it's all uh, my buddies from Oki and it doesn't really get better than that because I know we're like pretty much on the same page about things, but in interestingly different ways. So I'm super excited. Speaking and then our, yes, and our princess Brandy. Yes. Come on, intro. <laughs> so I'm Brandy and, okay. I'm, <laughs> and I too am from Oki, the rock. Oh, yes. Yeah, you have to say it like that or else it don't count. So. <laughs> Damn. I, live, I live in Cleveland. I pretend to be a Clevelander. Um, mm. I know if someone named Candace is listening to this, she consistently tells me I'm not from Cleveland. Like oh. when we were recently out of town, she can't wait to do it and shut me down as soon as someone asks, oh, where are you from? <gasps> yeah. She just, you're not from Cleveland. I'm like, shut up. You live in a place long enough, you're from Cleveland. So I claim Cleveland, but anybody knows when you're a military brat, you're in a home like that. So I'm here working in a call center. I'm basically like a virtual plumber. Not the worst job. 
it's the truth. People call me. Wait, virtual. Okay, so is that like a customer service situation? Is that why? Yeah, it's like okay, gotcha. Talk to the customers, the plumbers, the contractors. They'll call, and you know we're helping them fix their stuff. It's literally like walkthroughs, like the call I had today <laughs> since I worked a twelve-hour day, but I'm still giving you this good podcast. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone with her for. Did a she minute. just go silent? All oh, because man. what'd you say? What just happened. <laughs> Brandy. Ooh, technical difficulties. <laughs> Hold on, guys. But Let me get back to us. Oh, there she is. Do I hear her? Yeah, I hear you guys. <laughs> what happened? You had silent for a second. I don't know what happened, but I say we go with it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just glad. If we have to, we can pause it for a second. Sorry, guys. No, that, <laughs> that was funny. funny. I, think, I think the recording was like sick of my shit already. It was like, I'm dead. You just, it's not even been five whole like yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't with this one. Oh, uh, <laughs> so to, so to wrap it, before the computer cuts me off again, mm. uh, virtual plumber, yada, yada, yada. It's good money. It's not the worst job in the world. There is worse. Uh, like the time I was almost a phone sex operator, but we'll save that for another podcast. Ooh, is that, is that yeah. the voice you were using yeah. earlier to introduce where, yourself? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold on. I got it. I got it. That's where the voice comes from. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Please go away. Please yeah, go away. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen. Can listen. you imagine if, if I had actually done that and someone calls up and I know the person? Oh, Ouch. no. Wouldn't that That's be worse? Like, I, would, worse. Like, I would accidentally hang up on them. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm finishing like, the job because I want to get paid. So I'm going to finish oh. it. But anyway, but anyway, back on track. Back on track. So, uh, single mommy. Um, yes. Single again, divorcee. Definitely didn't. I've been divorced for a minute. Um, freshly single. Single again. Oh, on the oh. proud. Yeah, didn't didn't plan on it. Uh, <laughs> definitely dying inside about it. Um, no. <laughs> but again, for for another <laughs> podcast, we'll get into all that fun. We will later. Um, we will. But I will say, I am the happiest I've been in a minute all the rest of the crazy stuff that's been going on aside. Um, starting this podcast, doing the cosplay I do as my hobby on the side. Yeah, um, Getting ready to jump that off into a separate business so I can get paid more money, more money, more Boom. money. Boom. Um, <laughs> and doing this, you know, podcast with the Okie homies. I'm really excited about um, giving my energy to, to more creative oh my things, God. you know? There, there's the voice. There's <laughs> I'm just going to keep flipping in and out of oh it. My gosh. I, I guess I, I should have added that I'm in Texas. I totally forgot to tell y'all my location. So I'm, in, I'm outside of Dallas, somewhere in that DFW area. So obviously we're from three different locations. So y'all forgive us if we have some technical difficulties yeah. here and there. Because <laughs> it's bound to happen. I already know. I just I feel it. It's Mercury retrograde. So we just... Don't even we, try to take that away from us. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, Demetrius so definitely sounds like a Decepticon, so this is gonna be great. <laughs> your your mic is your microphone good? You got it flipped over your neck? Okay. Just don't be too well, yeah, you, you read my you chest, so don't be too loud because then you break up when you're loud. Exactly what I said. <laughs> so I guess uh we should get into like how we met. I don't know. Anybody wanna take that? Do you want me to start it? Like I was already there. I was like graduated out of high school, but I was sponsoring a dance team. And these two kiddos, I can't, you guys were kiddos then, were freshmen, came into my world 
as uh, according to them made the dance team way better um <laughs> Oh my God, D! I can't understand no, you. Right? She can't understand you because you were speaking that truth. I understood you. <laughs> I heard what you said, my boy. I what did you say? Don't no, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. What did you say? <laughs> oh man, damn! I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, but you know it was cool. But you know what? Let's like seriously though, we did a pretty good job of uh, choreography. I think. Like, we may have contributed the most, actually, for choreo. I think we did. I think we did. I think that's probably like, why we all ended up um, bonding so closely. Because, yeah, know, I think we talked about choreo a lot within ourselves. When CJ wasn't scolding us, um, oh. <laughs> we were, because she was, okay. So she was like, mom times 10, y'all. And if anybody knows, wait a minute. If, <laughs> if anybody knows, me or Demetrius, y'all know we are goofy, we loud, we crazy, off task, like, it's crazy. Off task. Off That's task, and I'll admit it, okay? But when we deliver, we deliver. And That's true. That's true. That's why we always had a chip on our shoulder with the whole dance team thing, um, because I started off wanting to try out to be a part of the Kadena Panthers, you know, cheerleading squad, and it was like, and I right, was, right. you ain't it. So I was <sighs> like, okay. I still want to do something. Right. What can I do? What else is there? Um, and I don't even remember mm -hmm. how I heard about a dance team or tryouts or anything, but I do remember Val was a part of my same little tryout set. I want to say I remember seeing Demetrius, but for some reason, I just didn't like this Negro. Couldn't put my finger on it. I don't, I don't, think, oh, we, no. I don't think we liked each other. No, no. He can, he can talk next. I really don't think we liked each other. I couldn't even tell you why. Do you think it was the Cisco hair? Oh shit! I forgot I had this Cisco yeah. look going on. Oh, you got lines for hours. I completely forgot I had that look. I mean, I just—I mean, you know, like it's cool. I appreciated it. I was just like, dude, this this tall ass thirteen year old with Cisco hair oh, and all man. them earrings. <laughs> like, I wasn't ready. <laughs> and then he told me he was thirteen. I was like, wait, hold up. Wait a minute. I will say, when, what do you mean? When I when I found some like why ever I didn't like him, when I respected him, is when I mm -hmm. saw okay, not only can he dance, but he can actually oh. like choreograph, and that was probably oh, okay. like a thing I had to learn to do better because I had to mm -hmm. teach myself, you know, to stay on beat because I did not have a natural rhythm until like seventh grade. Um, Baby, you really didn't like me though. I don't I'm know why. Like, I didn't. It's still stuck on No. What? Yeah, I remember you were like, oh, you remember we hate each other? And I was like, yeah, great times. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't know this. That's why, Randy. That's really, wow. Thanks. <laughs> I never hated you, Brandy. I wow. never hated you. Wow. When I met up That's with like, you. Like, Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, don't cry, D. Don't cry, D. Like At this point in life, I'll drink them tears. I don't care no more. Mm -mm. 2019, no holding back. <laughs> but I do remember this. I do remember mm -hmm. asking Brandy about the location. I think that was one of the first conversations I had with Brandy is, where are these auditions going to be? Because I had just gotten there like the end of my eighth grade year, and I didn't know nobody. It was off base in the middle of just a regular neighborhood. So... You know, right. there's no English speakers within like a three mile radius. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, when you live off base, it was kind of hard, I guess. Like, 
Yeah, it's really hard, especially you just got there. I didn't know what anything was. Right. I didn't know anything. So I saw the advertisement at school after the, my freshman year started, and I was like, okay, well, I guess here's my chance to make friends. And I heard Brandy talk about it, and mm-hmm. I was like, where's it going to be? And she was like, Rise of Gym. And she walked away. I was like, where, where is Rise of Gym? <laughs> I'm going to see directions, too. Rise of Gym, bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. We totally lived there. That was, like, the craziest. The craziest. I mean, it worked out. We did good. We did pretty good. Yeah. We did like, little shows. We did, like, our biggest one was probably the, the DMX one, right? Like, on the island. We did all the little bass festivals and weird weird yeah little... like for you uh for you younger boys and girls out there listening guess how old we are when dmx was still relevant <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta say it like that though i mean you know i i just i mean it was it was a good show for us i don't know if it was for dmx since he showed up like two hours late drunk and did 30 oh, minutes yeah. and people was not happy like yeah, I was just about remember to they asked us to go back on stage though like he was that like he was so oh, late like I'm the producer like we was back on stage I was like to do what the same shit we just got done doing <laughs> like, like, <laughs> just a different music we're like oh my god what are we gonna do now I just remember just like being excited just to be out there because it was like I'm gonna be a dancer for the rest of my life and this is <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do so I'm gonna give them Janet I'm gonna give them Paula Abdul oh like, my god. Oh. Girl, Janet was like everything. Janet <laughs> was everything. What are you? What are you talking about? What? I mean, she still is everything, but like... right. that was definitely like a goal. I was like, I'm gonna be like Janet and Aaliyah and anybody else I realize oh. dancing, and this is just what we're all gonna do for the rest of our lives. And now I'm I mean, all... <laughs> it was. I know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like. I think you have to like grow from like different situations and we just learned that the hard way like music is hard <laughs> dancing is hard anything that we like didn't help us well didn't help us but did is we blew up on an island which essentially is very easy to do given right. what's available right and then around the yeah, time yeah. that we are all leaving the island this wonderful thing called the internet <laughs> Right. Um, or really social media is really blowing up and expanding and, and YouTube videos. And now anybody right. can easily, you know, be shown or dance shows. Oh my God, can you like imagine if we had all this access to like online Girl. media platforms? Like, was it you, D? that was like somebody asked you to pull up your performance or was that you, Brandy? Somebody asked me to um, pull up the DMX performance. Like, oh, that's so cool. I heard about it. Can you like, pull it up? So I'm going to see it. I'm like, uh, pull it up on what? Like, uh, YouTube, I was like, there was no YouTube <laughs> at the time that I did this performance. They looked at me like I was a dinosaur. Yeah, they're like, pull it, pull it up on that VHS. This makes us yeah. sound so old. <laughs> but the, the change happened so fast. So I, I just feel yeah. like we would have done, I feel like we would have fared well or we would have had a hard lesson of, yeah, you guys were good here, but you got some stepping up to do when you're coming back here. Do yeah. you see some of these other, like when they had America's Best Dance Crew and all these other like dancers you see and you're kind of like damn like there was a lot of talent out there but i'm happy we got to experience what we did um where we did i guess it was supposed to happen that yeah. way you know or else it would have been so. different i i had a lot of fun doing it I, like you know i try to get my feet like, i guess i always try to like do multiple things because even when i was doing that i was trying to you know remember i was trying to be a japanese rapper remember that <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> did my auditions and stuff. Yeah, Went all the way to Tokyo and stuff. And then, like, 9-11 happened, so I couldn't get on the plane to get to, like, a couple of the finals and shit. That was, you know, it was meant to be. Like, I got a good taste of, like, dancing, being on stage, thinking that I could be a rapper in Japanese. Like, it was, it was good times. I think we got through a lot. Um, and good friendships. Most yeah. of us are still <laughs> friends. Like, uh, and <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. Did I miss I something? I laughed way too hard at that, and that was not meant to be messy. But anytime you laugh oh like God. that, yeah. afterwards, now it's gonna be messy. Uh, maybe, maybe on another episode, we'll come back to some of the internal workings of some of that laughter. <laughs> not right now. Mm-mm. But I, you know what? I think that's a great place to start. Um, but today we do want to talk about all this hot, hot mess that's happening with uh, that Disney Ariel situation. Um, I know Brandy's super hot about it because she is the Black Ariel in her cosplay. I feel like you should start Brandy, it off. Ain't, no, if ain't got... no Black Ariel. I am Ariel. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there you go again. Um, no, but no, tell 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 the people who are listening what you were saying earlier to me because I think that was like some valid points. Now, don't don't get too hot. No, now. I'm not gonna get. I'm not. <laughs> come on now, it's me hot headed. Come on. No, not um, at all. Not at I, all. It was funny because I'm a part of a, a whole bunch of different like blurred. That's black nerd for those who don't know um, groups, and yes. then I'm a part of other ones that are just for like geeks and freaks in general. So as soon as I heard the mm-hmm. news of her being an undeniably, you know, black woman or young lady, uh, Holly Bailey, if I'm saying yes. that right. Yep. How, she's she's Bailey. a singer like from her, I guess her sister, Chloe and Holly, right? Mm-hmm. Holly and Chloe, something like that. And yeah, and they gorgeous voices. Mm-hmm. I was surprised because I expected Zendaya and then we got Holly even better, Wait, right? right? Um, for locks for the yes. record. But anyway, I got excited. Because I had um, decided to do cosplays that were normally, you know, white characters or lighter skin, just something that didn't look like me. So girls who did look like me could see this can be done. You can be a princess. You can be the hero. You can be whatever. And I like them to have that representation. So I put my picture out there on the different sites because I'm just genuinely excited about it. And these people started to lose their mind. Now, Granted, there was way more love, way more likes than the hate, but some of the stuff that they were saying that I'm laughing because it's funny, but it's also not right. funny, but that I look like, you know, uh, a turd in a green Are you shirt. serious? Was that really uh, one oh, of the comments? That's that was one of the oh, comments. Um, there was somebody, I mean, because there's only, there's only so much you can say. Um, so, of course, you're going to go in on skin and my skin looking like poop and just silly <sighs> stuff. Um, or or saying that the character should not be black or that I'm really not Ariel. I noticed one thing across the board, though. None of them could say that I didn't look good. Girl, because, because you I look good. You <laughs> couldn't say that, so you immediately got super petty. So some of the people I'm going back and forth with, and not from like a negative energy point, just from trying to figure out what's your deal. Or like to educate. What's the problem? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or to educate. Why are you so upset? Because this representation is important, whether you believe so or not. You have plenty of Caucasian or racially ambiguous characters to look up to. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it seems like you're not a part of something, that's when I've noticed some, not all, of um, people who are not of color or um, undeniably black people right. 
seem to really get upset about being excluded. And I kind of feel like we live a life of being excluded and trying to get a seat at the table, so to speak. So I, I don't understand what people's big deal is. Um, it's not taking away from the character we've all, you know, known for decades now. Um, it doesn't mean that Ariel is going to be wiped away. We're just given the opportunity to have a different adaptation. And I feel like it's a good positive thing, but the fact that there are so many people not just disagreeing, but disrespectfully disagreeing and being nasty about it and making racist comments and being disrespectful. I just, I do not understand just, that shit. I just didn't think they would actually go on and say comments like that. That is so crazy. Girl, and I got the screenshots. These people were like really going in. Like, is there their welfare underwater? And the guys, I, I put this on my, my pages because the guy spelled welfare wrong oh. and i was like had you said like whale fare oh. that would have been hilarious as a sea joke and also a joke about an inaccurate stereotype about a group of people right you guys can't even roast me properly i'm helping you with these jokes or someone else tried to call me like um they mixed thought and ariel together and i was like well saying like horiel would be more phonetically pleasing to me <laughs> but uh you know you guys <laughs> Family of back is helping these people. I'm helping them, y'all. I'm like, this is sad. You can't even clown properly, and and you don't even that's probably true. understand why you're so upset. <laughs> it probably bothers. Well, you. that's my thing. Like, you think it comes from fear? Like, is there a fear that the I wouldn't want to say culture, but I guess you know, just the history of the making these characters. You think they they feel that they're at risk of that being taken away by the blacks? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> The way you said that, then, <laughs> like, uh, it's it's just them being used to be the ones on top. I think, like, and every everything being a certain way for them, like from the get go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, like, <clears throat> no, like even if you were to join the military back in the day, because my dad joined when it was still segregated. You know what I mean? Like, even if you were fighting for your country, white people still got to go through the front door on military bases. That's nuts. Like, and black people had to have their own squadron. Like, the Red Tails. Like, that's what my dad was in. Crazy, right? Like, <laughs> that's how old he was. Yeah, I know. This, this is Tuskegee Airmen. It was freaking nuts. Like, what is it? The 442nd or 422nd? I should really know that squadron number. I'm sorry, guys. But, like, I think it's because they were used to being told that they were number one and everything is like, I guess like they were the sun and everything revolved around them. And I think that it's a learned behavior. So some people don't even realize that they're doing it right. Even when they're arguing for argument's sake. So some people out there might be genuinely like, but in the cartoon, she's white. So she stay white. And they may not be like saying it to be like, Oh, it's a black person can't be a black person because she's black. She's saying it because they're like, well, the cartoon's white, but the cartoon's fictional. So I, I don't think they understand that fiction is just that. Like it could be anything because it is fictional. Like it's, it's a really weird concept, I guess, because it's fiction. It's not like Mulan where it's based on history, history or Pocahontas based on history. So there's already a real character that they're basing it on. And there is an actual, you know, ethnic background or race to it. Ariel's fiction. And like, did you guys read that Disney um, put out a statement about it too? No. Did anybody, y'all read it? 
No. You didn't read it? Oh, guess who's prepared? (laughs) Guess who's prepared? Because I'm overachiever Asian halfway there. Anyway, so it's it's off of Freeform, but um, what they were, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but they're saying that Little Mermaid is originally a Danish story and she lives underwater in a kingdom that's in, you know, international waters and they can like legit swim wherever she wants to. Um, And for the sake of the argument, they were like, let's say Ariel is Danish and Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. Because, you know, people are coming at others like scientifically, blah, 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 blah. Like there's no science to (laughs) fiction unless you're talking about how to like run a spaceship, then maybe. Um, But they also like talked about how Sebastian's a Jamaican crab and like genetically black Danish people can also have like red hair. So really there's no like, I don't know. There's nothing written in stone for them to be like, oh, it has to be a redheaded white girl. And I really feel like it comes back to what um, CJ was saying earlier with a, a group of people, because I'm careful when I say this, because I don't want people thinking, oh, she means all white people. Not all of you. I would probably lean more on the majority. And again, I don't even think they do it on purpose. I just think they've been subconsciously programmed um, to to be first, to be catered to. When you think about images in the media especially since we're staying on the topic of entertainment your race in general is catered to so you get to be the heroes or the the hot girl or this or that whatever is normally looked at as right. in a positive light your serial killers even get glamorized right, right, right. i mean we they just did that thing on a uh, ted bundy with zach efron right is that his and even before that you think about oh, all those yeah, shows yeah, on the, the id channel stuff and everything and... <clears throat> Yeah, where we're just watching stereotypically a middle-aged white men kill up folks, shoot up places, and just this obsessive, and it's profitable. And it's like, even with it's, that, it's, it's like, pretty really? insane. And like, you know, like this conversation happens at my house a lot because my fiance is white and my babies are half white, you know, like it's, it's just one of those things. And I, I, and that's why I say what I say. Like, I feel like sometimes I play devil's advocate, but it's because when I have conversations with him, like I realize that he really like genuinely did not think that far into certain situations for like, for example, I was at Walmart one night, like pretty late at night, getting some last minute grocery stuff. And, um, the car next to me, I think it was right after the elections, um, in 2016 or 2017, and the car next to me had a huge Confederate flag on the back, like covered the entire back of their Kia, I think, or something. And I was parked next to them. It made me nervous because one, it's at night, two, like the flag, and to me and to most Black people and people of color, that is a symbol of racism, right? And like, so I came home and talked to him about it. And he was like, but it's just a flag. Some people think it's Southern pride. But I was like, what you need to understand is, I don't know that. I, that person could really think that it's Southern pride. Like the Dukes of Hazard situation, like they're like Southern and they love the flag because of the flag. But they could also be part of the Aryan Brotherhood or whatever that's related to them. You know what I mean? There's no way for me to discern that when I see that person in the car. Like I can't tell. Right. So to me... I'd rather err on the safe side than not. So to me, I'm going to be, like, really protective of my bubble when I walk by shit like that. Like, and that's, like, something I don't think they even think about because they don't have to live it. That's the thing. It's 
And it's disappointing it's not thought about because what I noticed in the comments, because the, the places I posted my picture mm -hmm. have like thousands of people right. in it. So we're talking like 3,000 plus likes in hundreds mm -hmm. of comments. And to read some that are on the side of I'm a poop mermaid or how can they cast somebody that can't even get like their hair wet or swim? It's just like, oh, oh. yeah, they're they're going. With these insults and even when people are coming at them with all the, the facts and logic and the black people can have red hair and blonde hair and we can swim and we can do this and that and the other. They're still just not trying to hear it because I do think, you know, you're right, CJ. It's just coming from that standpoint really, of yeah. you're used to being catered to, you're used to being first, and you do not like how it feels, even for a second, for someone to be like, no, no, someone else first. And I really want to say that's even, I really felt like <clears throat> when people were trying to have conversations with me, the ones right. that are being civil. And I'm trying to explain what this could mean to a little girl that looks like me and what it means to me now as not such right, a little right. girl. Um, and to have these images, uh, which are so great. And even having that conversation is almost like talking to a brick wall because it's still coming back down to them. Like, well, I just feel like it, it takes away from the character. And I'm like, well, well, how? How does it take That's away from the character? And, when how does I it, see and, that. and the fact that you're not even thinking like, you're so stuck on thinking what this means for you and your little girl, you know, or boy, whoever is into it. And you guys have a plethora of Caucasian-like characters to look up to that you're not even thinking about. There's groups of people that don't have anything or next to nothing. Or we got Princess and the Frog, and she was a the frog most time. of the movie. Like, there's no outrage about that because you're okay with us being second, third, fourth, fifth place. You're right. fine with that as long as you still get the top. And I just felt like you might as well have been telling me all lives matter throughout the mm -hmm. comments over and over again because I'm like, we're talking about us and something for us and something right. positive for us and you're pissed off but i like when stuff like this happens because it's showing people hey the prejudice the racism the all the other stuff that you're saying is dead because we had a black president or we can both drink out the same water fountain well, yeah, that shit ain't okay i mean and it's clear that it's this much energy going into an animation if, if people put this energy into stuff that actually matters could you imagine the type of world we live in, how much different it would be. Possibly it could be more positive if we just put that in a different direction. Why is everybody so upset about an animation when it's people that's not, it's people that are going to the tonight. And people are so alarmed over an animation and want to insult somebody just based on the literal skin tone of a right. cartoon. Like, clean. So, like, do you come across, like, because right. you work in Vegas, in hotels, like, do you deal with, like, multiple nationalities oh, and stuff? Yeah coming at you differently like i feel like that is like the epitome of a city where you can meet all kinds of craziness I mean, especially you have to behave yourself you know you have to be professional at work when dealing with these right. people and um of course sometimes you know you have to especially introduce yourself to someone and especially if it's a room full of people and you have the people you know good morning how are you good morning how are you and when it gets to me it's like what up I'm like, please, please don't do that. <laughs> just say good morning like everybody else. Just because I look like no. it doesn't mean I'm going to be unprofessional <laughs> in a professional setting. Now, if you can't do a street story, but I'm not going to just like that work, you not. So, yeah, that has happened to me before. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so crazy to me. Like, and, and I, I think it's like, it's not always just white privilege, but like, it's definitely a way that they move through society society differently, right, than we do. 
because like and you got to be careful when you say that too because it's oh yeah say white well privilege. here's the thing i know some white people i've talked to they, and get, they get so upset, upset by that. but I, most what i've come to learn when i use that term is like i have to like explain it a lot of times because the first thing they say to you back is well i'm broke too and it has nothing to right. do with financial exactly. or right status right. or right. statistics it has everything to do with like the like the inherent advantages right. that they have based on their race. How you get to move through yeah, the world. Like, it's about how you get to move through mm-hmm. the world. It's about conversations you never have to have with your child that I will be having with my preteen black right. son. It's a, it's a whole nother ball game. But as soon as you do say white privilege, they're like, like you said, I'm broke too. I'm paycheck to paycheck too. And it's like, you still don't. Right. It has nothing to do with financial. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have an example. I have an example. You gotta lower your voice a little. You're you're getting uh, blocky again. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. No, but when I was in college, just something as simple as a question, people don't realize how Mm -hmm. it shows how the privilege just shines, shines and illuminates the whole world (laughs) through the question (laughs) that I was asked. So Mm -hmm. I just got got to to the U.S. at this point. I'm a freshman in college, and Mm -hmm. everybody in school knew me as the black kid Mm -hmm. in Japan. That's just what it was. So I had some people approach me, oh. and it was this one guy. You know, they just had you know questions, the normal questions. It was one guy mm-hmm. in particular was like, "Oh, they must have treated you like shit over there, huh?" And I was like, "No, why would they treat me like shit?" And I was really generally wanted to know, like genuinely wanted to know why people would ask that question. I was like, "Oh, because black." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why would they treat me like shit? Because I'm black." Like, it didn't really like in any situation right. that I ran into discrimination in working out. It was usually due to the fact that I was American. It didn't really have much to do with the screen color. You know, you, you wouldn't run into you. your assholes every now and then, but on a broad scale, it was because I was an American. It really didn't have anything to do with the skin color because they didn't like me, they didn't like right. my white friends I was with, you know what I mean? So I was like, no, I actually, it's crazy because in retrospect, I actually got, it actually seemed a little bit better than it did here in, in that regard, you know? Right. I Yeah, there's, there. it depends on where you went to. Like, I do remember in Oki that there was this club out gate one. God, like, was it called third floor? Something like that? Oh, like, Mientos. It was on the second floor, and third floor was above that. Okay, so one of those bars I went to with uh, two of my mix, half half Asian and half black friends, and one guy was Mexican but looked white. If uh-huh. I said names, y- y'all would know because all Okie peeps know everybody. I'm gonna leave it out. But like, so I didn't realize there was a sign there at all. And me and the Mexican guy who looked white because he was, you know, paler, uh, we were about to walk in after paying the, the fees, and they stopped mm-hmm. the other two dudes behind us. And little did they know that I spoke Japanese. So I whip around. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. And they're like, well, look at the sign. Like, if you are black, you have to be this rank or higher to get in if you're military. And of course, we're civvies because we're kids out of high school. We're like, what? Like, this is the craziest thing (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. Like, I think it was the like the Latin club that was up there. Was it the Latin club? It was called Vientos. Is, is it Vientos? That's what it was, mm-hmm. which is crazy because you hear the name and you're like, okay, everybody can go. But no, they had a sign. I still remember it was bright yellow with black letters. It's like burned into my memory and I read it and I was like, this cannot be for real. Like this is like 2000 and what? One, 2002-ish, I think. Somewhere around there. 2001 maybe. 
And I was just like, they really think that, like, based on race, they're going to act differently. And that's how it, like, spread across the world, though. That's the crazy part. So, like, yes, like, if you go to places like, okay, most of the people you come across will probably discriminate. They're, like, right. gonna discriminate. Mm-hmm. They're gonna discriminate that you're not, you're foreign, because that's the word guided, right? Like, it didn't matter if you were, like, European or American or whatever. They just called you gaijin and they just didn't like gaijins in their neighborhood or whatever it was and like but then there was that other level of within that they actually put black people below even that and uh, that was like my like light bulb moment in a negative way where I was like I cannot like this cannot be real and it didn't help after I like left the island that it got even worse like when I moved here you know what I mean I used to always joke that I didn't know how black I was until I got back to the States and I was like, oh, I'm mm. black, black. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Me oh, neither. Boy, so my experience is different because like I D worked with me at the Flying J. Yeah. I guess I could say that it doesn't matter because we're not <laughs> definitely some people yeah. around. <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously not every every place. It was the place that we worked at. We won't just we won't say the the city name if you know us then you know which one but um (laughs) but I just remember in passing like when I got promoted to management and they were like they chose you because you were the lightest out of all of them and I was like devastated like I'm like I'm gonna keep my paycheck till I find a new job but like I just couldn't believe somebody said that to me in the hall in passing and just kept walking like it is the it's the craziest thing here and people really act like racism doesn't exist still oh man and it does and those those images to get back what demetrius was saying um about 10 or 15 minutes ago um the reason why a lot of people on both sides are going so hard about the aerial thing or you know other stuff that may come up when it comes to images because whether people want to um admit it or not these images and symbols really do trigger people emotionally and program them to think a certain way i think there was a quote and don't quote me on it because i read random shit like in the middle of the night but (laughs) there there's hitler Hitler went about it in the same way like saying something to the sense of if you give me control of uh, a city or a nation's entertainment you know, you can push the propaganda you want and, and make them afraid of this, that, and other because of what you're saying or the images you're pushing on TV or in magazines. And the same thing goes for what we give our children. So if I'm breeding you from a young age mm-hmm. um, that you're the hero and the black boy's your sidekick and, and you're the, the girl that all the guys, you know, want, but, you know, the black girl is the angry one with the attitude and loud and this, that, and the other, you're, you're feeding into these stereotypes and it's it's very easy to tell people oh don't let this that, and the other raise your kid but if we're being real about it how many parents are that active in raising their kids or trying to give them cho- like right childhoods they don't have to recover from not everybody is a one with that stuff so this stuff is important that way you're fairly represented because i don't mind if you want to use uh, someone of color as the villain as the girl with attitude or whatever but all the time I have a problem with that um, because that's what I grew up seeing and I did not like that. It's like, you're feeding me these images of the pink Power Ranger looking like this and everybody wants to be the pink Power Ranger or, you know, Kelly Kapowski being that or whatever. Um, And we had our, Mm -hmm. you know, shows of color 
but a lot of the shows of color um other than like the cosby show and um uh family matter stuff like that had always right. like older families and kind of more mature it was very rare they were yeah. kind of like kitty cartoon stuff so i ended up into a lot of that stuff when I was older, then mm-hmm. I could really appreciate a different world. But when I'm freaking eight or nine, I'm not okay. watching Dwayne and Whitley. She I'm said, she straight up for Dwayne and Whitley. Yeah, I appreciate the shows, but I'm wanting something that's meeting me at my level. And that's why this is a big deal. And it not only does stuff like that need to change, but more original content. And, and us supporting that original content, too, which will be something else we'll talk about in the triangle, too, oh, I'm yeah. sure, <laughs> on a different cast. But the, the images are important. The conversation is important, whether people realize it or not. Um, and, I, and I just hope it's not it's still this same crap, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Oh, it's, been, it's been growing on since we were kids. And that's, you know, I hate to say it, but at least 30 something years for me that I can consciously remember. So like, yeah, it's great. You know, what's crazy. I was just thinking like these, these people who are in, up in arms about the little mermaid situation. I wonder if they made a stink when like things like ghost in the shell came live action and like Scarlett Johansson was, uh, Motoko. Do you remember that? And I, was- I do remember it. I don't know if the same people were upset, but you know what I think that was? And someone would have to prove me wrong, say something in the comments <laughs> when we post this. I think that was a collective fan base saying, hell nah. Not so much a, a certain race, yeah, but a collective fan and, base saying, And, and no. so that's the thing, right? So what that's what I mean. I play devil's advocate. So like, if it was a fan base, is that the same thing with Ariel or or is it fan base plus the racists? Do you see what I'm saying? Because I feel like I understand well, the fan base part. I do. I kind of get it. I, I understand they were like, oh, I don't want them to change. It's like if they went and changed Harry Potter and made him black, the same thing would happen, I feel like. The Harry Potter fan base would be up in arms. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. They would be very upset. But wasn't there even an article or something like that where the author was saying when they when they switched out Hermione either on a Broadway play or they did something oh, where she was black. they and did do that. I totally forgot. And an old girl tweeted because she was, I think she tweeted in support, like she can be, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I and I can understand when people hold on to a character and how they look. I felt the same way about Princess Jasmine. Technically to me, she was my first black princess, which is why I love the mm-hmm. Latin. Because I'm like, there's a girl that looks like me. My middle name's Jasmine. I'm her. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't really see myself Okay. in anything else um and even pocahontas like jasmine's hair seems a little more kinky with the ponytail and you know her outfit was popping and she had the long ponytail and i was like you better okay no i totally get it though because like i so confession time so i am not a huge fan of disney to begin with but i don't know if my dad consciously or unconsciously did this to me but i really i have never seen snow white all the way through never seen cinderella all the way through i don't think i've seen any of the white disney princesses like videos dvds at my house like at all and the only thing i remember is like aladdin pocahontas and mulan like i shit you not and i don't know if he like consciously did that or not like even with like baby dolls and stuff had a mixture of everything i don't know if it was like him trying to make sure that I got a 
I guess a collective of every every color, every race, every like possible combination of stuff. You know what I mean? Like. No, I get what you're saying. I think my parents did um, a good job of doing the same thing, but what they where they failed at in a way, and they both admitted this too. They jokingly say they didn't oh, do no. a good job teaching me and my brother that we were black, and I'm <laughs> I'm on that with my kid because I'm like we're in the states now, baby. Ain't no ain't no military base. This is a little different. But they, they gave me mm-hmm. the dolls and I had the the image and they would tell me I was pretty even when I was going through my ugly stage. Um, so I got all that. But what they didn't do was have the conversations I have with my son where I'm like, hey, there are going to be some people that don't like you because of how you look. And it's not going to be right and it's not going to be fair, but that's mm-hmm. reality for it. So I want to brace you for that how, shit now. How, how and I'd rather parents? be the person that breaks that innocent bubble. Um, gosh, my mom's like, well, let me not put her out there. But my they look dad, good. Your dad old. can cook like a mofo. I see all his shenanigans oh, yeah. online. It's ridiculous, but that's where I get it from, uh, both of them. But um, they, what's funny is I know they grew up in an era where, hey, say it loud, I'm back and I'm proud, but they did not um, really install, instill that in us. I think they just mainly focused on getting out of their cities starting military careers early and making sure we didn't want for anything financially. And they were good at that, but did not really teach me, hey, Brandy, there are going to be people that tell you, well, you can't be Belle because your skin's different and your hair is different. I'll never forget hearing that mm. in like third or fourth grade. And I was thinking, well, I can I can sing the song like in Beauty and the Beast. And I've watched this movie a million times. Why can't right. I be Belle? I did not understand that there were going to be people that looked at me like you can't or less than because of my skin. And that's, it's, it's sad and all the rest of that stuff, but since it's not changing overnight, I'd rather prepare my child um, for it than just act like we live in this bubble where everything black is great in this house and then outside the house, you're not equipped to deal with anybody so like, countering so that like with, with their opinion. With that, does well, Dee, your mom was like younger too. Yeah, wasn't she? she was. And, yeah. I feel like y'all had a lot more black people come through your house because she did hair. Yeah. Like, was your interaction different though? Like, or was it more black? I don't know if that's the right way to say it. <laughs> I'm gonna get somewhere with this, you guys. I promise. I have, I have, I have my own story was, after was after all of this. But yeah, it's crazy because I was always told the opposite. Because I was always around a very very black environment. Right. And I, you know, family would tease me because they said, "Oh, you act so white," because you know I listen to my rock music and I listen to TV programs. I was into, you know, mm-hmm. the Lincoln Park stuff like that. You know Lincoln how heavy I was into that. Cool. But yeah, I, my mom did have a conversation with me. Um, I remember saying, like, I wouldn't say I rejected it, but I just didn't want it to be real. I think it was more of that. I was like, "Yeah, this is really sucks," but I don't know. I guess I was just living in my own head. Like maybe if I just pretend like this doesn't happen, uh... it doesn't exist. But the world made sure that it existed, you know, really quick, especially once when I made it back to the States. And I said, then like, it won't have. I, I realized how black I was when I made it back to the States. Right. Me too. I, I mean, so, so mine's even crazier when I moved to the States to realize how dark I was, even though I'm on the lighter side, is because I was born and raised in Oki, like, it was a weird, like, culture shell shock situation, right? Like, also, because my dad was much older than y'all's parents, like, if he was alive now, he would be 88 this year. Whoa. Right, right. So he was already in, like, when he had me and my brother, he was in his 50s, right? 
So by the time I got to high school, he was 60 something, right? Where everybody else's parents are like 40, like mm. five. So the thing was like, I still remember like, <clears throat> because I still wanted to connect with my black side because the Asian kids made so much fun of me because I was too dark for them. Right. And I went to my dad and I was like, I want to get my hair done. I want to go get braids. And he was like, no. You're not going to run around, like, being super black is what I got told, basically. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was, like, a different – because he came from an era where mm. he joined the military when he was segregated, right? And so for him, being black meant something else than it did to me and you and Brandy. Like, yeah, so I grew up with this weird – like I I wasn't quite Asian enough enough for some people and I wasn't quite black enough for some people in my and I'm not talking about any of my friends because obviously they were like totally cool with either one of them. But you can't I like you come across people who are like, Well, I see your hair, but cause at the time I also relaxed my hair. I see your hair, you're not black enough, but you're dark, but you're not Asian enough. Like it's it was like the weirdest combination. And then to have your dad be like, oh, you can't dress like that or talk like that. I remember like we used to get in trouble for saying things like homie at home. <laughs> like, like even to our friends or to my sibling, to my brother or whatever, like it was like a taboo in our house. Like it was crazy. So like, I feel like we, I, I don't know. I think I tried so hard to relate to either one. And went to a whole nother extreme that it just mm -hmm. like backfired. But I got to a point where I was comfortable enough to like go to, go to your mom D and be like, I need some microwaves. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I need you to do my hair, like, because nobody knows how to do my hair off base. Like, I need you to do my hair. Like, I got to a place where I was comfortable pretty early, I think, than most kids really did. So I, I'm grateful for that, but. It's crazy that we're still talking about the same stuff. And I almost think it's worse now, to be honest. Like, I don't know if it's this, like, the political climate that's allowing it right now. Or, like, it's just, a, like, accumulation of that plus, like, social media. Everything is recorded and posted and talked about, like. I just think it's easier for someone to... Say what they want to say by typing it out because I won't even blame it solely. Oh on the no, I think it's climate. a mixture for sure. Um, I, I, I definitely feel like it's predominantly because it's just easy mm -hmm. to type, type, type. You look like a monkey. Type enter. I can go to. Do That's true. There's you no know, real world consequences. You know, there's no. Re there's not. You can make a fake page and say whatever the hell you want, and who's gonna check you, boo? I really feel like that's what it is because half the comments I was even reading, I was like, you right. dare not say it in front of my face. And then when I see people say stuff to other other people, especially when they're men, I'm like, half y'all mm -hmm. scared of these black men. You dare not step to one and say that to a group. You would never talk to now. people like, like that in real life. I mean, it's, it's ever. I even experienced in a call center. I'm like, y'all are, look, I sound like Snoop Dogg. You sound real bold <laughs> on the phone, nephew. No, nephew. But I bet you, when I was doing face-to-face -face sales, it never, you may get snarky, but I'm like, um, they would never talk to you how they do over the phone. So people just get real comfortable. Like that video where she called him a nigger oh, over the phone. Oh, and then thought, me now. And then thought if she could apologize in oh, person, yeah. because that's what you do when you call somebody. 
yes it's next door and it's above me now yeah i love love that epic but yeah just you got real bold and thought it was okay and it wasn't and but isn't it crazy it's crazy that there's like in different states now i can't remember everything but like i know new york's one of them and there was another one recently that had to pass laws specifically targeting not being not being discriminatory towards black people's hair you know what i mean like the fact that we still have to put that into writing as a law there's no other race that goes through that other than maybe like the religious garbs that some of the middle eastern religions have you know what i mean like there's i mean our hair literally grows out of our head like that we can't fucking control it but for whatever reason having curly hair flowing out and being big hair afro whatever is not professional to this day oh yeah and, that, and that's what it is it's not that curly is not professional because they like the mm, curly mixed say it again hair. the one that can lay down with the good hair they Girl. like that that's what some of them fetishize some of the black men for because they like the mixed babies but when you're talking about darker skin and mm-hmm. the kinkier hair the four, the, uh, the four a and up oh, yeah yeah, those curls, um, kinks and coils, whatever people want to call them, that's what they truly have a problem with. And again, that full circle back to the like earlier in the video where we were talking about um, with mm-hmm. image and when the image is always pushed that your hair like this is sexy, your hair like this is beautiful, your hair like this right. is acceptable. So do the chemicals, do the flattering. Don't wear your hair any crazy colors because if you do it, you're ghetto. If they do it, they're rockers that's and insane. different. Um, you know, if the Kardashians wear braids, you know, boxer braids, you guys do it. Uh, ghetto. It's, it's ridiculous. I... <laughs> and the fact that you even have to play the game, I don't even change my hair until I know I'm good and in I that just, job. Isn't that, that crazy way. that you we have to I think mean? about it like that? You have to play the game. Yes, yes, exactly. I can just stop before you step into any new workplace about how you're going to style your own hair yes. that goes out. You can't even have your shit neat. Yeah. You know, it goes out of it. You put some type of chemical in it, some nope. type of pomade, some WD-40. I literally have wigs on deck for different <laughs> I got interview wigs. I got... No, seriously, like, <laughs> I know that I have to either put my hair into a professional quote-unquote bun or I uh, flat iron my hair when I go to interviews. Like, you have to damage your hair to go to an interview. That's hey. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do to put that paper in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? But like the fact that you have to do it is ridiculous, and nobody else really thinks about it. I mean, that. because like there was a Dallas. I want to say the I can't. I don't know if it was the news anchor or the weather girl. I can't remember. But one of the Dallas um, news media ladies got so much crappy comment because she decided to wear her hair out when one uh, episode of their recording and people swarmed like swarmed their website to be like she's unprofessional she's blah 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 like it was it's so insane and you know what like I wish more people would like stand up for it and I know we got some allies for the POC community from other races I'm not knocking anybody who understands all of this because I really do believe there's more good in the world than there is bad it's just that the bad stuff make money and there's ratings involved when the media like you know releases it into the world so of course they're gonna focus on it but like here's my thing this is what i was getting to this is my very last thing um i have a lot i know and have heard throughout the years a lot of 
Caucasian people, and I say that lightly because what I'm about to say about them, the ones that who always, when you have a conversation and they're like, oh, no, 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 I'm part Cherokee, so I understand. Or, oh, no, 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 like, like my grandmother's Creole, so like, I totally, totally love gumbo and totally like, blah, 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 you know what I mean? But it almost yeah. sounds like that. I got a black friend. Right. My well, here's the thing. Like, if you do understand the culture, the heritage, and all of that stuff, you can you couldn't possibly be silent while your brothers and sisters are suffering. And you, I mean, because then if you're choosing to be silent, you're choosing to side with the oppressor. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, when I hear the same people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm like Indian. So like, you know, people can't come at me and say blah, blah, blah. But you look white. So you move through society. Like, like I was saying earlier, you still moving through society as a white person because you're still not engaged by police officers, security officers, like academia people, store employees, for that matter. They're not looking at you like you're about to take something, steal anything. I just read a story about a black guy who was admitted to a hospital the other week um, on the second day because he was feeling better. Him and I think his brother or cousin asked the doctor if he could take a walk in his hospital gown um, with an IV in his arm, went out to the street. The hospital security guard thought he was stealing the IV to sell online, called the cops and had him arrested. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to send you guys the article later, but I literally just read it. And I was like, you cannot be. So this dude, he's not even clothed. He's in a hospital gown, but this security officer couldn't see past the fact that he was black and had something that he thought belonged to the hospital, and he thought he was going to steal it and sell it online. That was his fucking quote. Like, that's what he said to the cops. And so he called the cops, and he, this dude had medication that he had to be on. They basically took the medication away, arrested him, and then took him back to the hospital in handcuffs after talking to him. Like, it's the craziest thing that's happening right now. Like, it's not even, like, just, like, barbecue patty or whatever her name was. Like, it's way past that now. Like, you can't even walk in the hospital gown to take a walk with your family and friends without people assuming that you're about to do something bad. And that's the thing. Like, they've created and painted a picture of the entire race to be negative. And it, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, the and, entire and what race. Makes it bad is they, they did it so well for so many mm-hmm. years, uh, like, what, a couple of centuries, if that you did it so well. And what makes it also bad is, yes, so stereotypes and stigmas and everything are out there, but the fact that a lot of them are still willing to hold on to it and be like, no, still black thugs, though. No, still angry black woman, though. No, you're still going to steal. You're still dangerous. It's one thing to know, okay, I know there's a stereotype that, you know, um, somebody who's white and looking sketchy in the mall might shoot it up. Or y'all shoot up a school or the majority of y'all middle-aged white men, you guys make up the majority of serial killers. So there's, there could be stereotypes and stigma about y'all, but all of the positive stereotypes, so to speak, or images of you um, outweigh mm-hmm. the facts about it. But we don't get yeah. that same benefit of the doubt. And it's almost well, like they I mean, like it that way. And then you wonder why people are upset or have a chip on their shoulder. You, you couldn't imagine walking through life constantly having to prove you're not what you it's, think I am. It's Every the same reason why we day. get upset when like even as a victim 
like the media produces negative life statistics of a black person who is a victim, right? Yes, that is irritating. So it irritating. is because you're like, wait, he he got shot, or she got shot, or she's dead. Like, he's not legal for what he's like, get out of here. Yeah, right. Doesn't matter. Devontae stole from Walmart when yeah. he was 10. So Sorry, crazy. kid deserved it. You but, know? Um, do you guys know the, the book called The Making of a Slave? It's by Willie Lynch when you get a chance. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, oh, like yeah. I said the name and y'all were like, yeah. yes. So a lot of people like I've talked to who are not black don't even know where the word lynching comes from. It literally comes from this guy, Willie Lynch's book, right? Because his last name is Lynch. Mm-hmm. And lynching is beating up black people is the original meaning of that like it's really crazy what's what's crazy is lynching like beating up people even in japan it's called lynching in japanese it's still called lynching that's how crazy craziness spread it's all over it doesn't matter what you're in it's still called lynching they don't have another word for it i mean i'm sure they do have a technical word but i remember growing up and hearing the word lynching in japanese like I'm gonna lynch them, like they were gonna beat them up. Lynchy. That's how they used it there too. So lynch, so, Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna suru yo. Like I know, I know. I hate y'all. I hate y'all so much. <laughs> so, don't get me started on accents and other languages because that's what we did for fun on our days off and after work. So we'll be professional. So, like, so, side note, anytime I hear that stupid song by Neo, like, I'm so sick of love songs on the radio because you said Lagio every time it came on. (laughs) That's all I hear. I just want you to know that. I hate you so much. much. But, no, seriously, though, like, I I don't know. It's, I think this is a topic we're going to have to come back to again, too, because it's, it's so thick and it's so like inclusive of all of us not just like because we're black or Mm -hmm. like mixed poc but like we have so many friends that are non-poc too that love us care about us and i feel like it's like something that i wish that other other friends of like different races would spread like genuinely like the positive shit like i know we got off uh, talking about how like negative people can be but i really want to revisit it because i know there's other shit that can come out of it it's a lot it's a lot because i i want to get into like the whole racial dating thing (laughs) me and brandy were talking about it earlier today because i think that's another good topic to have especially because you know what brandy said and i'm actually about to marry a white guy so i'm like (laughs) when she said what brandy said is i'm very wakanda forever forever, wakanda forever all the black men that's listening. <laughs> There's that sex worker phone call, boy. Yeah, not sex worker. No. <laughs> oh, that's not what it was. That wasn't your sex phone, sex voice. I never took the oh, job. I just, I just did the interview, and you had to leave a voicemail, and then they called back and was like, "You got the job," and I was like, "Nah, I can't." Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much do they pay well? Because I be bored sometimes. Maybe I can. Girl, okay. I'm gonna say this because I know we're gonna wrap up our video. I it was going to it was going to pay well i was in an extremely like abusive situation and i had to find a way to get money without him knowing Mm -hmm. because i was being physically abused he was over the money it was a lot going on so i was like how can i make money when he works nights and then you know and he takes the car so i don't have a way to get anywhere i gotta figure this out at home then 
I think I was funny enough. I think I was watching Girl Six, and I was like, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you was watching Girl Six. Wow. Wait, oh my this? god! <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad though. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, boo boo. Just don't let the, yeah, the money make desperate. you. You make the money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, <laughs> that's so yeah. Again, that's like for another you know episode. But we got we got stories for y'all. We got. Yeah. Stories. Uh, yeah, we like we were talking about doing half an hour. We well over an hour already. So I think we gotta wrap it up. Um I hope everybody enjoyed our random conversations. Uh we're gonna yes. keep doing this and bring it you know what I think we should get people in the comments to tell us what they want to hear us talk about also. Yes, yes. I already have yeah, a request maybe. from uh, one of my girls that sent me a DM after I you know, we started posting that we were going to do this. She was like, I would love to talk about, you know, like women uplifting women, men uplifting men, basically, because she was having a hard time with like military wives. Ooh, that's a hard one. I do want to talk about it. Depend upon it. <laughs> no, stop. Don't use that word. Terrible. I have some people let us know what they want to talk about. I did have a request from someone who's, uh, I think you and I, CJ, a while ago, we were talking about when you should talk to your child oh, about yeah, yeah. rape and yeah. what they are and what to expect. Because she had a situation where her daughter um, thought, you know, when she put a Band-Aid on her, that was a lighter Band-Aid, that she was going to wake up, you know, lighter white because Crazy. her skin was dirty. It got, like, real deep. So, and then you realize how many brown Band-Aids are there out there. So, yeah. You yeah. Definitely I saw a video of a, I want to say a afro latino guy who got a dark band-aid and cried because he had never seen a band-aid that worked with his skin i'm talking he's like in his 50s like it's it, representation matters all across the board like Amen. everything like everything because you know it is really annoying when you like i i started buying clear band-aids because of that like i'm not dark dark but i'm darker than most you know wait Wait, is that is that a thing? Like the band aids are supposed? I just realized the band aid is supposed to match your skin tone. Yeah, right. it's supposed to. I it's thought, supposed to be something you can't see. Beige. I thought it was just no, <laughs> <laughs> no. So there's companies that out that's out there. I forget the name. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm sorry, band aid company that makes this. Um, they have I want to say eight to twelve shades or something. They had a lot. And they what? are too. I didn't even know that's what gold was. It's it's so crazy that we grew up thinking that that was the only color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what like, yeah. <laughs> To this to, to this day, I still buy clear band aids because I ain't trying to look for something that's slightly high yellow. If you know what I mean, like it's really hard. Well, I don't clear band aids. What the fuck is this shit about? Like, why, do, why is there a clear band aid? What's the point? I mean, that's the point. I wow, mm-hmm. mine is blown. <laughs> Yay! I hope everybody else's minds were blown too with that tiny segment there. But no, seriously. Uh, um, yeah, we're we're here about to hear like a an hour and ten minutes, so we're gonna wrap this up. I told you we could fill up an hour. I told y'all. Y'all didn't believe me. We, I know. I know. All of us talking would have been like, we could do this for three hours. You know what, Joe Rogan? Here we come. Like, Not three hours. Not after I just worked. Well. You know his. Have you heard his podcast? His is like three hours at a time. 
No kidding. He's just no, there. I'm actually sitting listening to a few of those. For I, the whole, for yeah, the I do too. When I'm like working, <laughs> it's in my background. Like he, because I love the way he like keeps it raw and uncut, and he just sits there, smokes weed with whoever comes on board. You know what I mean? Either they join him or they don't. He don't care. He just they just talk about shit like whoever he. But you know he's like no, so he has like cool ass people and celebrities and shit. Maybe we'll get there soon some locals start off with some local celebrities d i'm looking at you because you work in vegas so you need to um start some connects uh, uh definitely he's a rapper from my neighborhood i grew up in his name is uh see mm-hmm. he just got out of prison um he's on soundcloud no, I'm just oh oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. I can't have that. Wow. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, like, I think this is going to be awesome. So if, if y'all who are listening uh, want to leave comments once this gets posted, um, I think we're doing several different platforms. It'll be on our Instagram and Facebook, and we'll keep um, updating you guys on every new episode. Hopefully we can do this once a week and cool. get you an episode every week. Um Hopefully, you uh, like, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. Yeah. Sure I had a suggestion. Be, be for real. Or like yeah. my dad said, be for real. Yeah. My dad said, be for real or be feroni. And he thinks that stuff goes so Oh, hard. no, dad <laughs> jokes. I can't. It's Please the don't. best ever. Be for have, real or be yeah. I have one living with me that does dad jokes because he's on kid number two and that's all he does. It's really weird. Our dynamic's really, really weird. He does dad jokes, and I curse a lot in front of my children. So, like, oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to see that one too. I mean, yeah. Uh, one time, one time we might do some kind of family inclusive something. I don't know what the kids. Maybe we'll see. But anyway, um, uh, like I said, we've been trying to wrap this up like three times. It's just like a black person barbecue. Let's start. With <laughs> Okay, right? Exactly. So I hope everybody enjoyed our first episode. Um, leave comments, leave criticism, words of wisdom. Who was that English teacher who used to say that at Kadena? Like questions, comments, or words of wisdom, please let us know. Um, like and subscribe. <laughs> what? You broke up again. <laughs> Like literally oh, okay. Um, hopefully we'll work on D's microphone. We're gonna <laughs> for the go next find me for D. <laughs> oh, you I know what? This one from C Nasty. See, I bought this mic from C Nasty as well. Stop it. You know what? We're gonna start a GoFundMe maybe for like thirty-five dollars so that D can get a microphone. Oh my god. Y'all, y'all think I'm playing. I'm getting off tonight, and by tomorrow, there's going to be a GoFundMe. I just want you to know that, and I hope that uh, everybody gets in on it. All you need is like 50, 50 cents, fifty cents from like twenty five people. Like we'll do it. Like y'all donate a dollar or fifty cents. Like thirty, forty people do fifty cents to a dollar. D's gonna have a better microphone. He is funny. You just can't hear all of it because it's fucking up. <laughs> But not too bad, not too bad. Um, we gonna stay on after we hang up for a minute. But I hope all the listeners had fun. Please come back and see and listen to our next episode. I guess we'll catch you later. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>